So uh, without further ado, my co-host, my co-founder, and my good friend, Mr. Zach Lopez. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming out. Um, so through a uh, weird uh, number of events involving all parties, um, I am the currently the new... It's a lot brighter up now here, right? <laughs> this, this, yeah, this sucks. Um, all right, well, um, you guys can see my pores. Um, I am, uh, speaking of seeing pores, um, I am the new uh, music writer, regular columnist for Penthouse Magazine. Um, yeah. Um, and the nice thing about being the uh, music writer for Penthouse Magazine is, besides the subscription, which me and Zora now just sort of have a pile of Penthouse sitting on the desk that we kind of every once in a while look at and go, ah, I, 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 don't, I don't look at it. Um, and, um, but uh, the other nice thing is, it's, so it's a, it's a paywall site, and then it's a print magazine, so basically, I have this wonderful forum where I can kind of write whatever I want, and no one will ever read it. Um, but they're very good about you know things. And uh, but so recently, um, because he was in the news, I wrote my editor Mish, uh, who is also the singer for White Lung. That's why all this happened because she's the editor at Penthouse. Um, and I said, uh, "Can I write an appreciation of social distortion?" And uh, because Mike Ness had just been in the news for punching out one of his, uh, a Trump supporter fan. Uh, and she said, yeah, 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 do, do that. So I did. Um, so this is my appreciation of social distortion, which I'm... Like Peter on the occasion of Jesus Christ's arrest, I have denied social distortion three times. The first was when I heard rumors of Mike Ness sending signed five by 10 photos of he sucking his own dick to girls he'd slept with. And I, like a worshiper of a golden calf, spread these rumors further, regardless of their validity, blinded by their garish light. He dated a friend of mine and she swore that he did this for all the women that they had, he had slept with and I choose to believe her. Um, why wouldn't I? The second time I denied social distortion was when I went all on when I went all in on being a Murder City Devils fan. Reveling in my prejudice of small differences as I pretended that a flaming 13 was less corny than flaming dice. That pomade as tool of dishevelment was superior to using God's cream to shape a beautiful pompadour. As though chaos was better than carpentry. Looking back, I hate myself for this. The third, denial was on the, well, the third denial was, on the surface, the most benign. But if we subscribed the eclectic, 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 what's religion? Ecclesiastic. That one, thank you. Um, notion that not rebellion nor supplication, but indifference to God, that it is the worst sin. My third denial is arguably the most insidious. I forgot about social distortion. Life got in the way work, relationships, the usual. And I actually went a few months without thinking once about America's premier purveyor of hard luck hairdo rock. 
For that, like Peter upon hearing the rooster crow after the Last Supper, I repent. Social Distortion formed in 1978 in Orange County as a better-than-average punk band made, distinct, made distinctive by singer Mike Ness's strung-out and bummed-out vocal fry are an easy band to hate and love in equal measure. An earnest cliche factory that made a personality out of cigarettes without ever getting that sweet Tom Waits cachet. Social D made tough guy music for car nerds. Actual tough guys generally prefer hardcore or freestyle. And music nerds generally don't like music that's actually enjoyable. So social distortion mainly appealed to the sort of malcontent who wanted to date girls that looked like Betty Page, but who settled for girls with Betty Page tattoos, and girls who wanted to date Mike Ness, but who settled for the drummer, any drummer. Most of the social distortion fans I grew up with just settled on racism and eventually death. I'm not better than any of these people, just lucky enough to have had social distortion make me want to be a badass, and then have settled into a town that rewards posers. The glory of social distortion lies, besides writing songs as catchy as anything by the Ramones, in their existing entirely outside of time. With their devotion to hyper-real authenticity for a historical period that never existed, they can't help but be an eternal anachronism. Not only is there no one that sounds like social distortion, there, despite all the gestures to James Dean and Sun Studios, never has been a band that sounds like social distortion. They're like alien time travelers trying to fit into the 50s in, 19, in 1994. Their closest counterpoint in devotion to an America that never was is Lena Del Rey, or the Republican Party, but good. Like the face of God and grilled cheese, social distortion, once they found their true voice on 1988's album of sexy junkie regret, Prison Bound, have never changed. If there was any evolution, it was just to become a more perfect, truer, and streamlined version of what they were before. They wear cowboy shirts over white wife beaters and play three-chord blues and country-influenced punk rock music. That's all they do. And if EDM or rap ever happened, they certainly weren't made aware. It's a purity of vision that might lead some people, including some of their fans, to believe that social distortion are conservative. They are not. While their choice of Rolling Stones covers, Backstreet Girl, Under My Thumb, probably won't get Mike Ness invited to any women's studies groups on campus, the man does love punching Nazis. When Ness was recently in the news for roughing up a MAGA-type show attendee, not necessarily a proponent of National Socialism, but for the purposes of the discussion, close enough, who took issue with their not-sufficiently-racist stage patter, I was delighted. But those who had never forsaken our heroes poo-pooed the whole kerfuffle, as Mike Ness has always punched Nazis. When your fans can be blasé about your penchant for knocking out cretins, you're doing something right. Not one to ignore portents, especially when delivered by rockabilly cherubs, I have turned my heart back onto the light of social distortion. I've started talking about them to my friends. Mike Berdan from Pig Fuck Noise Rockers Uniform is a longtime fan, which was surprising. I played all seven of their albums in chronological order at the bar I work at. The place filled up nicely for a Sunday night, and even the Europeans tipped. A rare miracle, I lay directly at the feet of our grease-stained troubadours. 
I even played Mike Ness's solo albums, which should suck, but instead rule. I felt wild and free, a bad enough man with a heart of gold whose hair was slicked, if not growing back. I didn't feel like I did the first time I heard social distortion, thank God, as I now know what I didn't know then, that I will eventually have sex. But there was a shadow of that feeling, the electricity of desire and possibility just off screen, that if music like this was playing, then I must be at least some sort of hero in some sort of movie. And if the truth is that I'm, like St. Peter, more a character actor in someone else's noir, well, shit, at least some bad trouble and hard loving was going down for someone's rockin' daddy. I don't know if the cock crowing three times at the end of JC's final rave up is an analogous? Analogous? Analogous. There it is. Uh, to last call at a dive bar on McDougal Street. But it felt like a real cool time to be redeemed all the same. Thank you. Michael Tevin. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!